Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova Williams with another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. First, I want to thank everybody that's been listening to my podcast that has, um, you know, bought the book, followed me, uh, followed the Facebook. Um, <clears throat> I have to be real. I got to be better at, at doing it because um, my social media presence and advertisement for this has been horrible, but people still been supporting it. So uh, I got to do better. I know I do. Um I guess I got to transition from this being therapeutic for me personally to really getting out there because there's a lot of people that can really benefit from uh, listening to a podcast like this. So I'm going to start to do better. So you're going to see more, more ads, more uh, social media push, more presence from me from this. Okay. So today I want to talk about today is going to be mental health and the media. Um, there was a, 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 a meme that was going around. I don't know if it was a meme or it was just a, 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 a picture that was going around. Let me read it. It said, when Tyrese had a mental breakdown online in regards to seeing his two-year-old daughter, people laughed at him and he became a meme. When Kanye West had a mental breakdown TV, people called him crazy and he too became a meme. The world watched Will Smith listen to his wife tell him live that she had an affair. People laughed at Will. He too became a meme. Yet folks wonder why men don't open up about their mental health. Now, this is something I've been saying for a long time. Our society laughs at black men when it comes to mental health. Um, We could be the blunt of jokes. We could be the, 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 the memes and laughed at when we show weakness you know it's kind of funny we as black men women want us to be strong especially our black one they want us to be strong and leaders um but then if we do it too much you know we're male chauvinists or we're we're controlling then when we break down and show our emotional side we're weak we're laughed at there's no winning for black men you know i look at the media every day and I'm just amazed on how black men are treated in the media but all the sympathy and love goes towards our black females now don't get me wrong our black women deserve love and attention and they have their own set of problems so don't get me wrong but when it comes to being blasted and being treated like less than a citizen black men in this country take the cake um um, what's her name? What was that? What's her name? Uh, uh, Tari P. Henson to Tari, the, the actress. I forgot her name. I'm sorry if I'm a cookie from, uh, uh, you know, from, uh, uh, from Empire, you know, um, she said that when a woman, when a woman takes on that superwoman thing, you know, it's bad. It is bad because at the end of the day, they're more superhuman and that's something they shouldn't take on. And a lot of women were arguing, disagreeing with her, saying she's wrong and stuff like that. And that shows you the mentality that America has put into our black women. Um, They have made black women 
feel that black men are the enemy. But let's look at history and let's let's be real about history. Black men were not the ones in the power to to suppress black women education, black women uh, moving forward, being successful. None of those policies were ever done by a black man. But yet black women blame the black man. We weren't the ones that started the rape culture. We weren't the ones that started the disrespect. Black men were not at all the start of any of that, but we take the blunt blame for it. Black women are hurt because our black men are not, black women are hurt because black men are not there for them. But at the end of the day, you're blaming us for something that the white man did. Black women are mad because at the end of the day, uh, they don't feel like they were equal. But at the end of the day, what what time in the black history where the black man really did not see the black woman as his equal, as his backbone, as his strength? See, the problem is that that white America, corporate America is rewriting black history and black women are believing it. If you want to break the black home, take the black man out empower the black woman and think she doesn't need the black man. And that's what's happening. So at the end of the day, they they have an image of us that is so un, un, untouchable that it will always be a problem. See, the perfect black man is a strong black man, big dick, got money, all these things. But if a man is lacking in one or the other, the black woman runs from that. Now, I'm not saying every black woman runs from that at all. I'm not saying that. But I'm saying that the idea of what a black man should be, the successful black man, is something that's unattainable. I don't see them saying the same thing about a white man because automatically a white man's better than them because he's white. He's privileged. Whiteness comes with money. Whiteness comes with 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 prestige. See, at the end of the day, a black man, only way he has that is when he comes with something. A white man by himself has that. See, and that's what people have made a black woman believe. So when a black man is weak, when a black man cries, when a black man is not the what the, the society tells you you should be, then we laugh at it. Will Smith and Jada Pickett, let's let's be honest. Jada Pickett's career doesn't touch Will Smith's accomplishments. He has been a he's he's been a he's accomplished movie star and one of the biggest stars in the world. He's had hit TV show. He's uh, you know what I'm saying platinum rapper. Actually, the first rapper to win a Grammy. Him and Jazzy Jeff, the first rappers to win a Grammy. So he's accomplished and broken the barriers for black people. Jada Pinkett Smith, what has she done? What barriers have she broken up? Can you really name? A, a movie that is Jada Pinkett Smith, like, yo, that's Jada Pinkett, you know? Has she ever really started a big movie that everybody, I mean, singly, by herself? I'm not talking about, like, set it off or stuff. I'm talking about, like, yo, that Jada Pinkett Smith movie, you know? No, not at all. I mean, I mean to be honest, a, a lot of claim her frame was knowing Tupac, you know? And then she married Will Smith. But what accomplishments has she done for the black community compared to Will Smith? But at the end of the day, he's made memes and they joke about him and stuff like that. And she's getting all this attention and she gets sympathy. You know, she cheated, but she gets the sympathy. She does. She talks out of line with a lot of things that probably should be kept secret. But she's the one that gets the attention. And Will Smith is the one that everybody laughs at. 
I mean, look at that. Will Smith should be a, a treasured, protected icon like they protect Betty White in the white community. You know what I'm saying? Shit. I mean, we protect Betty White more than probably the black people, the white people, to be honest, the way we talk about her. When we talk about my cousin, Marvin Givens, yes, she is my cousin, Marvin Givens. You know what I'm saying? That's it. Name on You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, we want to pander these black women that are degrading our black men, but we don't want to uplift the black men. Will Smith's a perfect example. You know what I'm saying? He should be praised. He should be untouchable. He should be the one that we're angry that Jay Jada is treating him like that. But instead, black women rally around Jada Pick every time she says something, embarrassing him. You know, Tyrese broke down about his two-year-old daughter. And people laughed at him. People said, oh, Tyrese, oh, you know, he's funny. Oh, you know, Kanye West. I mean, we should be praying for that brother. He's a genius. But at the end of the day, what do we do? Laugh at him. Now, don't get me wrong. Kanye do, do, do things that like you're like, come on, man. Kanye, stop it. <laughs> so don't get me wrong. I get it. But at the end of the day, you have to understand that, like, our black men are hurting. We got mental health issues that we can't address. Because in our community, it doesn't exist. You know, I just speak about myself. You know, it took my wife a long time to understand my mental health and what I was going through. And, you know, she told me. And, you know, I don't know if I'm allowed to share this. So I hope she doesn't get mad that, you know, that was one. It's one of the biggest regrets of our of our marriage is that she didn't notice. She wasn't there for me. Earlier for my mental health issues, because just like her, she thought, oh, a black man, you know, if he's doing this or doing that, either he just don't love me or he or he or he just selfish or or he just lazy or whatever. It's a whole bunch of different things. Never to think that, yo, you have some real mental issues going on that need to be addressed. But see, you know what I'm saying? That's within my marriage. I've been married. I've been together for 18 years, married 15. And that was an issue in our marriage. That almost broke us up. And that's honest. That's being real. We were on the break of breaking up because she didn't understand. Because mentally, my wife is, 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 is Caribbean. She's Haitian. And in the Haitian community or any Caribbean community, really, that the, the man is strong. The man is this. The man, there's certain ideas that Caribbean women have of their man. And when those ideas don't match, there's a problem. You know, if your man is 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 depressed, he's just lazy. Or it's just, you know, you know, if he's if he's if he's a. Uh, if he's, you know, if he's if he's not doing certain things, he's just lazy. He's or 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 if he or if he's not or if he's not interested sexually, oh, you must be with another woman. Or I mean, it's all these things that are the reason, but none of it is like, yo, my man's mental health is weak, and that's the problem. And that's a problem we have within the black community. Um, and, and, and we need to address it more. We can't laugh at black men for having mental health problems. We need to embrace them and educate ourselves and educate others that this is the silent killer in our community. You know, um, the Miss America uh, woman, um, she recently 
uh, and, and I'm, I'm speaking this for a reason. So I know this is black men mental health, but this is irrelevant. Um, the young lady, she was Miss uh, Miss USA 2019. I believe she was African American. I believe she was. So just just don't uh, let me look that up right now. Let me look it up. Let me look Miss America, Miss USA. All right. Christy, Chris, I believe she was African-American. I believe so. Or she was mixed. I believe so. But, you know, she jumped out of a nine story building in downtown Manhattan. Like, you know, killed herself. Now, from outside looking in. Everybody, you know, she was on uh, entertainment news. She was, uh, you know, of course, former Miss USA. You know, uh, you know, she she was living like living in downtown Manhattan on Forty Second Street. I mean, according to what everybody thinks living life is, she's living like she's beautiful. She was a lawyer. You know what I'm saying? So, I mean, she was everything, but nobody saw the pain she was going through the depression she was going through and she killed herself. Robin Williams, another guy killed himself. You know, one of the funniest men in the world. You know what I'm saying? Talented guy killed himself. Now I know you say, well, Robin Williams is white. white. And I'm not saying this to defend, you know, whiteness or, or mixed people. No, no. What I'm saying is that if these people that had everything in life going for them. Everything in life, and they still kill themselves. Can you imagine what black men go through? Not only do we deal with our own mental health, but we deal with the world beating on us every single day. Every single day. Now, I'm gonna put this out there, you know what I'm saying? Because I I uh you know, I thought about it. I, I was, I was, you know, I, I see a counselor, of course, you know, I think everybody needs to see some type of counselor, spiritual advisor, somebody to, you know, talk. And during my session, I was talking to him and, and I came to the revelations. Um, and this is going to be like my next book um, or, or, or one of my books that I'm going to write in the future. It's going to be called Black Men Are Meant to Be Broken. And I know you're probably like, what does that mean? Black men all through history have been the have been the brunt of everything. They've taken the full brunt of everything negative in history. Let's even go back to biblical times, you know, you know, slavery, you know, uh, the Egyptians, because, you know, they are black. You know what I'm saying? They work to build the pyramids. We, I mean, if you think about the history when it comes to black men, and see people think of Africa. No, black being black is everybody's black. Let's be real. Everybody came from Africa. If you came from if the first man walked on Africa, you are black. You just are cousins that had lighter skin, and that's how it goes. But in general. Black men have been taking the blunt of a lot of pain and suffering for years, for hundreds, thousands of years, from biblical times till now. See, I I'm starting to believe that we are built to, to, to be in the position we are. 
you know, we have we, we have suicide and stuff like that within the black community, especially black men, but not like other communities. Because, see, when you're born into a situation where life is hard, it hardens you. It makes you stronger. And I think black men are built to be broken because if we weren't, then who would who would take all of the bullshit? Like right now, black men are taking all of the bullshit that our black women are auditioning to us. You know, it it, it it sucks when society hates you, but it, it sucks more when your own woman hates you. And don't and I don't mean hate as far as like, oh, I can't stand you, nigga. No, hate as far as the image and idea of what a black man is. You put us to, we are put to such a high standard that there's no way for us, we are set up to fail. We are set up to not be the, 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 the breadwinners anymore. We are set up not to be this image of a strong black man. Because when you set a bar so high, if, if I tell you, okay, you should expect somebody when you meet every day when you meet somebody to give you ten dollars and everybody else that everybody around you that 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 is cool is set up in their life to always give you ten dollars but then this one person all these people only are giving you eight dollars you're gonna say that they're not good enough because society set their own status for them. White people set the standards for themselves. The American way was never the black way, it's the white way. They set the standards, they control the rules, they control the laws. So when you sit down there and and, and put your, those standards up to a black man, that, that when those laws and regulations and rules weren't made for a black man, then we're always going to fail. If they're if they're if they are are telling us what popular music or culture is, let's be real. Rap music, yeah, we invented it, of course, but the white man took it over, and they only allow certain image and ideas to go out that's successful. See, they control the game, and see you putting the standards of them to a black man. When at the end of the day, those standards don't apply to us. You, you can't have a same. You can't say we're not in the same race when the, when they're when our our track is rigged and there isn't. But then when we lose, it's like, oh, you see, you're not good enough. You see, you should have won. That's you know what I'm saying? Like, it doesn't make sense. But that's the idea what's happening right now in America is that we're running a race that we can't win. And then when we don't win it, we get bashed for not winning it. You know, people sit there and they say, oh, well, there are more blacks in, in, in jail. But if you look at statistics, most of it is petty crimes that if you look at white counterparts, don't even get jail time or even sometimes arrested for it. Now, yes, yeah, statistically, you could say that more white people get shot by cops than black. And that is absolutely true. But statistically, more people go, more black people go to jail for petty things and get records than white people. White people are given chances. They give it the benefit of the doubt. Us, what are we? We, 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 we are put in jail 
for petty offenses. So, of course, of course, there are more black people in jail than white people, because at the end, they, when they get to court, they don't get a break. They don't get diversion programs. They don't get, you know, all right, you know what? Let's give you a second chance. Or No, like you're going to jail for a year. Now you got a criminal record. Now you got a felony. And we live in a country that at the end of the day, if you have a felony, what job you get? You have a master's degree. What job you get? Yeah, they talk about reform. They talk about, you know, all chances. But really, if you got a felony, what are you really doing? And that's the truth. So even if a black man is educated, he go to jail for something petty. It's his education is wiped out. We're not talking. Let's not talk about disparities and living places and how it is to survive. Now, don't be wrong. I don't agree with any black man doing anything illegal. I'm and I'm not in any way trying to justify black people doing anything legal. Not at all. But everybody has circumstances. White people are given so many chances. You know, uh, there's this show. I, I don't know the name of it. I watched two episodes of it. And it's about this white girl that gets fired from her job for him and her boss. She's like a she's a drunk. And and you know what I'm saying? She she gets off on like probate. She gets fired from the job. She gets off on, on probation, no jail time. Then she moves in with her parents. The first day she was there, she goes out drinking with her friend, hits a car, then once again gets a chance from the courts. That is the reality of white people. That show is so white privilege. It, 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 it's 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 I'm shocked they even allow it on. Because let my ass be on probation and drink and hit a car. <laughs> my ass would be in jail. I mean, let me have hit my boss on the job. I would be on in jail. But see, this is what. We put out. Look at that. She gets all these chances. I know it's a show, but see, this is the imagery that's put in. This is something that's normal. It's not anything that it's not a shocker show like, oh, my God. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh, of course. When a black man, when you see the shows about black man redemption is that they did hard time for 10 years and got out and they fought hard. I mean, that's the redemption for black people. It's not like the judge gave you a chance. No, it's a it's a, those stories are, oh, they went to jail for 10 years and they got out. And, you know, no, no. You know what I'm saying? No, no. You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah, that's what the black shows are about when it comes to redemption. White shows, oh, they can do whatever they want, get in trouble, do all that. But they always get off. That's what we put into America. And you wonder why black men have a hard time. Our mental health is 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 running rapid, people. We are damaging our culture. We are damaging our country because of unfair of people doing anything they can to be cruel. Whippy Goldberg said something the other day. She said that the Holocaust wasn't about race. It was about people not people being evil to people. And a lot of people got out 
outraged and, and, and all of that. And, and you know what? When you think about it, see, this is the problem. It's the they want to put wipers on you. They want to put the Holocaust to a race issue. And at the end of the day, it was white or white crime. That nothing to do with race. Had to do with people thinking they're bad and others. And that's what it all comes down to. Is that an evil man didn't like somebody and got the power to do something and people followed him. Because at the end of the day, all people had to say, I'm not going to do this, but they did it. And she was right. But people were getting on her, Jews were getting on her and stuff like that. But it's not about being Jew is not a race. You know what I'm saying? It's not a race. He didn't go and say, I'm going to kill all black people. And then, you know what I'm saying? Because they're black. Like, that wasn't a race thing. That was a man being cruel for whatever reason. It doesn't matter why he didn't like Jews. Is the point he, it was cruel. It wasn't a race issue. Those were all white people he killed. He didn't go to, he didn't get the black people and throw them in. It was all white Jewish people that he killed. Last thing I know, Jewish, Jewish is not a race. So at the end of the day, when you try to equate it, like that is not the same. He was just a crazy, cruel ass man. Not saying, but no matter what you do it for, it's cruel. But you know, people get on Whippy. But you know, Whippy's gonna say what she wanna say. You can't cancel Whippy Goldberg. She's gonna say what she wanna say. And people gonna either like it or not like it. Point blank. But it's about cruelty, you know? Unfortunately, in America, we've made it about race and people have, have singled out people due to race. That is embedded in American culture as in apple pie and, and, and TV, unfortunately. And on the bottom of that is black man. We are the easiest to exploit. We are the easiest to 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 down. We are the easiest one because at the end of the day, our community doesn't support each other. And we let our mental health and our situation affect what's going on. And unfortunately, we have a podcast like this talking about black men's mental health. Now, I know I went off on a tangent a little bit. I talked about race. And I talked about other things that at the end of the day, you may say, oh, I got nothing to do with it. You know what I'm saying? But I just really wanted to to really talk about this because I saw those memes and I saw our society and stuff like that and how it is, you know, um, our imagery in, in the media is, is negative and uh, our mental health is not taken seriously. We need to address it. I want to thank everybody for listening to this podcast. Um, um, I haven't, and I, but I will. I'm going to drop my Success Life Coach podcast pretty soon. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm trying to get a, a few episodes together. Uh, you could go, in the meanwhile, you could buy the book. The Three Keys to Achieving Success. It's on Amazon right now. It was the number one new release for about three weeks in a row. So I appreciate everybody that bought the book and is supporting it. So you're going to see a lot more of that pretty soon. Um, I have something exciting, really exciting too. You know, um, I think in marriage, everybody needs to find something together that they do. Um, now I'm not a marriage counselor or anything like that, but I've learned that marriages have to have some type of commonality. 
um, something that you and your wife do together. And, 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 and just, uh, you know, the kids and bills are not something you do together. What I mean is something extra, um, something that I know me and my wife have been struggling with. Like, okay, you know, she does so much. I do so much. So, you know, we decided that there's one thing we all, we all, we love to do. We love to watch movies and TV shows. So we decided to do, uh, crit, become critics. Um, so we are officially movie critics. We create our own website called coupleofcritics.com. See, playing on a couple of critics. It was a couple or a couple. You see? So, um, if you go to coupleofcritics.com, um, you will see the movies and, and the podcast that we review. Uh, we give uh, different ratings of different movies and stuff like that. So definitely check that out. Um, I'm definitely going to continue your podcast guru. So don't worry about that. I'm going to continue uh, my minute advice. Also, uh, RSVP Talk, we are back for a season number eight, I believe. Uh, our first podcast is up, so you can check that on thecultureplay.com slash show slash RSVP Talk. Or you can go to our website, rsvptalkshow.com, where that podcast, our latest podcast, and all the rest of our podcasts are on there. Um, yeah. So I appreciate you and uh, thank you for tuning in another, another Black Men's Mental Health. Yeah, have a great day. Thank you.